Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober. The podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi there, welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And um, it's Kate and I today. And um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit through our experiences of going to She Recovers, um, which was two weeks ago now, but um, mm. life a long ago, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so just to let you know, before we get started, uh, that this is the last podcast that, uh, well, not last, last, because you never know, um, last podcast anyway, um, for the foreseeable future that we're doing together. Um, I have had many a shift over the last year um, in terms of kind of personal, professional and um, living and all the things. Um, And I've decided to step back from Love Sober as of the end of, what are we, May, May 2022, Mm. depending on where you are when you're listening to this. Um, So, yeah, just to sort of let you know that um, that the, the podcast and, you know, Kate's brilliant work at Love Sober will continue um I think you're going to take a little break aren't you just to have a rest and then kind of come back in a in a few weeks time or I mean the best way to kind of keep in contact is is through the the website www.lovesober.com and you know join the newsletter and that's kind of Mm. Uh, where Kate will be able to you know let you know of there's lots of you know things going on a couple of meetups coming up uh in and around the UK and um you know brilliant work and Kate's brilliant writing um you know writing blogs and yeah so it's it's been a bit of a journey for us both uh to get to this point and this decision um certainly not easy to kind of step away from something that's been your passion um and your you know love for the last kind of four years um but it feels like the right time for me to just kind of explore uh what's next for me really what's next Mm. um I'm still coaching I'm still you know taking on clients one-to-one um I'm still going to be you know rambling on on Instagram um I'm yeah, Kate and I are still going to be working together in terms of um, providing our professional coaching training, which is uh, with the Coaching Academy. Um, we've got our book coming out in September. Mm. So, you know, we're still very much uh, friends and, you know, supportive colleagues. Um, but it just feels like the right time for me to to step back from, yeah, from the Love Sober um, community and podcast and you know those things um so I don't know if you've got anything to add before we crack on with the chat no no I'm all right thanks (laughs) (laughs) I'm really tired I'm like um yeah no we're very much in the yeah in the process but like you said it's um it's been a it's been a while and I've been thinking quite a lot lately about about change and it's part of life right isn't it it's part of life and and we've I think it's sort of testament to like that sort of piece of personal development professional development um to just honor those changes you know because yeah you kind of you build these things but you're still people like people underneath with with lives right and 
I think it's fair to say, like, we've just had the most brilliant opportunities and brilliant time and created loads of brilliant things and had a fun time just kind of going on and on, on and on and on and on and on and on. on. Um, But, but, you know, it's, it's that there, there are shifts and, you know, I think when you pull back and see the big picture, it's like that tapestry thing, isn't it? So when you're in the middle of it, it's like oh no what's the next stitch gonna be and then it's like when you pull back you can see that you can see the big picture you can see the tapestry and you've got to just kind of go with yeah guts and hearts and what feels right and yeah so yeah that's just you know I think we're both in like we've always talked about our feelings haven't we? we've always talked about our feelings and how things land for us and I think it's fair to say that it's like it's sort of exciting for us both and also really scary. Yeah. And also I'm like, where's my friend gone? <laughs> Where's she gone? Um, but you know, it's like, that's all right, because you know, you're there. I know, I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> that's not scary at all. But yeah, no, as, you as you understand said, why I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like as you said, that you know, love sober is we we've worked really hard over the last couple of years four years to make it really robust we've built courses we've got an amazing community of women we have a huge body of work on the love sober podcast and there is you know just good good stuff and it's robust and it feels like you know that's it's a good it's it's in a good shape you know so um yeah it um, almost feels like that kind of as you say, it's kind of the shifts of our own, you know, progression as as women in in recovery. You know, didn't even like that word at the beginning when we started this no. um, podcast. Um, and also the, in terms of the business, you know, kind of moving away from personalities more to, <clears throat> you know, the the members as a sense, and you know, and and that kind of yeah, there's letting letting it kind of nourish its own roots essentially and I think that's what we've been moving towards and certainly in the last six months you know we were like right you know how do we make it and and sustainability right you know the second book is all about sustainability isn't it um essentially and so it's like yeah how do we make what we've created sustainable you know um and you know and also like what what do you need to be well you know and certainly Mm. in my own um you know recovery the kind of what I need to be well right now is to I was thinking about this the other day it was just like you know I still need to find out who I am Mm. I still need to like there's still questions about what I like and what I want Mm. and who I am and so for me to be well I need to be able to yeah be fully independent um, and yeah, it's absolutely terrifying, terrifying, mm. but it's also good and, you know, and, and needed, you know, and, mm. and I've really appreciated everyone kind of in the community and people around us just sort of going, yeah, you know, that's, that's, yeah, you know, good. Mm. And thanks for modeling what it, what it looks like to, mm. you know, make brave choices, you know? Um, so, yeah. And I just want to say thanks to, to Kate you know thanks to you for this crazy journey you've been on and Mm. you know and sharing so much you know Kate you know Kate the love sober brand 
was Kate's baby right and so it feels right you know that like after riding along the journey together sort of freewheeling and just you know <laughs> seeing what Not happens having a plan <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it feels it feels yeah. it feels right to kind of just to be able for you to uh, flourish in it and for me to mm. um yeah to do what what yeah see what the next steps are you know and um so so yeah and um I, well I, I was gonna say could can you have me on to talk about the book in September <laughs> yeah we'll have do to do what we like to yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have to do that you know because mm. there is there is yeah. that that's coming but um but yeah anyway and thanks mm. to you know and if if you if you miss me just come and say hi on Instagram you know Mandy Manners coach that's where I'll be hanging out most Mm. well not most hopefully like such a much more you know interesting and nourishing to my soul but you know what I mean Um, (laughs) probably fucking around a lot Um, and yeah and and please you know if you're not on the newsletter keep in contact with Kate uh, at lovesober.com and you know there's so many brilliant women in the community Mm. and so many brilliant sort of courses um and you know just so incredibly proud of 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 you know modeling and creating you know ways to help women you know love sober Mm. so yeah oh well done Matt well done Matt and this is yeah I think the other thing is um yeah so we were talking about you know what what the rhythm of the podcast will be and the initial thoughts are you know once once a month at the moment I need a bit of a break um but like I said the newsletter we have a monthly newsletter which is a great place to keep in contact um so a monthly rhythm fits really well got a weekly resource that we send out as well um yeah and then and then I've no more when we've had a bit of a break when I've had a bit of a break (laughs) but yeah for sure to to head over to sign up for the newsletter is the number one best way to stay abreast of it of anything going on at Love Sober yeah sorry I just like was laughing about the word breast in there (laughs) so immature (laughs) stay Uh, stay abreast okay anyway um mm. so she recovers <laughs> yeah she recovers because we've had some people asking about you know yeah give us a tell us about she recovers and now I'm like I can't remember because yeah. it, it's before yesterday <laughs> so I can't. it was a May I was thinking about it though this morning you know in all seriousness I think the highlights for me what it was very special because you'd been before hadn't you and met up with some of those the sober sisters stateside and the she recovers lot and I hadn't so meeting Dawn meeting Taryn meeting Liana who I just love so much I just feel like I know Liana like from somewhere else um and then just seeing people like we've had on the pod like Casey Maguire Davidson who does hello someday meeting people who are the same like when you meet them and I was like, mm. I know you, we've chatted. And Arlena Allen, who does um, ODAT chat, who, 
makes me laugh so much. Um, Dufflin, obviously. I mean, me and Dufflin, literally, I think we were born in a kind of, I don't, I was gonna, oh my God, I was going to say we're like twins from a sparkly womb. Like <laughs> I was going to say, and, I was going from a gay, a gay platform yeah. shoe. That's where my, my, yeah. my brain was That's going. where we, that's where we came from. It's literally, yeah. it's so true. If like a bubble machine came out of a really big gay sparkly shoe, me and Dufflin appeared and we're yeah. so happy. <laughs> we never so wanted to leave that shoe. No. And whenever we see each other, we're like, we're so back in that shoe. Yeah. Yeah. So. What about you? What's your kind of your memories as she recovers? Um, oh man, yeah, a lot. Um, a lot of lots of different feelings, lots of different kind of moments, um, reflective moments. Um, I always have loved doing yoga with Taryn. So mm. as I don't have like a steady yoga practice at the moment I was really looking forward to actually just trusting someone to run a good session that is trauma-informed and you know so I really enjoyed that um I really enjoyed seeing you on the dance floor um yeah at both the dance and the the silent disco and the disco yeah oh, I uh, love that dancing yeah you you definitely were having the best time um I we hung we shared with my my friend Jill so we shared a room with my friend Jill so that was really special just to <laughs> hang out with hilarious. her she's like, a good honestly, girl I laugh she told us a story which obviously is not my story to tell so I won't go into it but I I yeah I'd met her for about 10 minutes hadn't I and we went out <laughs> yeah. for some food into my into downtown Miami we were like okay and um and within 10 minutes of her sort of telling me quite a, you know, a, a, a bit of personal family history, I was crying with laughter yeah. so much. I, I just couldn't, I just lost my shit basically. Yeah. Like, I was like, literally. Yeah, so that was, really... that was it. It was like one of those, like, okay, that we're friends now. That's it. Yeah. We, we know, <laughs> each, we see each other now. Yeah. So yeah. So that yeah. was, it was really nice too to hang out with her and have some just mm. sort of quality time and swim in the pool um and yeah in terms of the speakers like they were amazing people mm. um you know there was um Ashley Judd who spoke very eloquently about you know women's rights and recovery and kind of generational trauma um, yeah sadly her mum died like a week after yeah. the, the conference so she talked extensively about her kind of mother-daughter relationship so feels mm -hmm. quite yeah I think that touched us all really that were there yeah. we're like wow you know we yeah. we held that conversation um, mm -hmm. and um, but there was a couple <coughs> of people there was Shari Hampton who I've always been obsessed uh, with um, <laughs> who is an amazing kind of speaker. She should, she should, um, I keep telling her she should do meditation because she's got an amazing mm. voice. Um, and she uh, spoke <clears throat> about kind of, you know, racism being trauma and um, told stories of her own kind of family, which I found really touching. Uh, Jen Pasteloff, I really liked. Mm. I didn't know anything about her. And I thought she was hilarious and, and really good. Um, but the person, I'm just trying to remember her name now, which um, was on the Sunday. 
anyway uh, uh, it will come back mm. to me what about for you for the speakers or any of speakers I I really loved um as you know that the um the symposium for healing professionals because I found it hugely validating of our work and my mm. journey questioning you know going back through the last few years of questioning all the labels all the stereotypes wanting to change the language saying hang on there's a spectrum here like no I don't like that label what about this you know and then all the holistic pathways to recovery and sometimes because I am a woman because I <laughs> come from a certain I think social class and educational you know I did go to uni but there's that part of me that is feels that 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 imposter syndrome I think and it took a woman double doctorate mm. from Betty Ford Hazelden leading these kind of com conversations and and research to say repeat those it back to me like you know the stuff that we've been saying mm. Hearing that back, I was like, oh, right. I, don't, I literally don't have to kind of fight. I don't have to be like, put them up, put them up. I got a kind of, you know, shout about this or go, no, no. It's like, oh, I, actually, it made me feel heard and seen and sort of validated. Yeah. So it was like, oh, this like, you know, I don't, I don't really have to prove this. This is just, yeah, this is just the thing now. So that was amazing. The other person that I really, really loved was I loved the fact that there was Dr. Princess there. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's that just says it all to me. That's like we've arrived. We have Dr. Princess. That's that's done. Right. And she was amazing and really mm -hmm. articulate. And I appreciated that sort of, you know, just how diverse mm. the speakers were you know and how that was honored it wasn't just lip service it's like you know these women are there doing amazing work yeah um so but I really loved Nadia Boltz Weber who was she's a she was a stand-up comedian and then she trained as I think it's a Lutheran pastor pastor it's not pastor <laughs> she, like, having bolognese on top she's like <laughs> Probably pasta. And um, but Nadia Boltzweber, yeah, and she uh, founded the Church for Sinners and Saints in yeah. Detroit. Um, because she had a you know a spiritual aspect to her and, and and a questioning and a searching, couldn't find any churches that reflected her or anyone that she wanted to hang out with. So she basically trained and founded this incredibly diverse, loving kind of deep I and I just loved the humanity with which she talked it was like you can talk about this all of this stuff but she just got up and was like man you know just I don't know we're just all, all right we're like humans we're just you know it, it there was no pomp there was no circumstance there was no there was nothing that was bullshitty about her there was just this beautiful space holding from from this person who felt like she'd been down in the grub and the shit of life and mm. was just this wise person, but was just like, I know nothing. Like she was like, oh, I'll do a and o at the end. It's like, I haven't got any answers. I call it questions and opinions because I've got loads of opinions. But I haven't got any answers for you. And it's like, yeah. so have. You're so wise. They love yeah. you. Yeah. 
yeah she was amazing there was a, a way that she held herself and kind of oh. comic tied timing and her um, like yeah, yeah. her like jumping up and down to like Eminem at the silent disco as well which was one of my best moments but she was there for everything like she did yeah. all of everything which yeah. is amazing and, and asked questions said, and yeah yeah um she, she, I can't remember exactly what she said but there was something right at the beginning that she said that was something like you know when you you throw shame at yourself or you think you can't do something it's just like I am new at this part of me what was that that she said oh, something like that yeah. it was like I'll have to find out the, the diet but yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, just it's like amazing. it's it's okay like I'm just new at this this part of me this part you know? yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah she was great and um what was I going to say about her um the person that I really really liked was um Elaine Alec um who is a speaker she is a um a Canadian um indigenous um Canadian woman and she told stories about she was just so wise and it made me very very um emotional because um I don't know like indigenous populations have just been so kind of abused and you know decimated and just you know the the wisdom of kind of people that have come <clears> from the, the land you know and people that have with all that the wisdom and you know and it it just opened up spirituality in a different way for me because mm. it was something that I could connect to in terms of like going back to the water you know mm. sort of sitting by the lake or by the sea or you know touching your feet in the ground and she used a lot of metaphors around you know animals mm. um and yeah and I just thought she was a brilliant speaker and she talked a lot about shame um which made a lot of sense um and she I think she does something called cultivating safe spaces and it's all around mm. um, um, trauma and um, yeah just decolonization of of spaces which have um, not been safe for many people for a long time um, yeah. so yeah she kind of I totally fangirled out <laughs> she totally blew yeah. my mind <laughs> um, yeah. that was um, yeah so I loved I loved that um and just you know like there were 500 women sober women mm. in you know a luxury hotel um just loved it Kate and I were yeah. celebrating yeah celebrating mm. and you know and also just holding each other I mean I burst mm. into tears on the first morning doing yoga and so it was just like the people around me were just like we're just gonna sit here for a moment I'll just mm. shout out to to Debbie who's an mm. amazing woman and like look she's also a therapist so it was like a good place for me to fall apart because mm. uh yeah you know yeah. And that, I could see that all over you know there was a woman when we were at the dance who you know just something I think it was in the music in the lyrics I could just see her I was watching her out <clears> the corner of my eye and I just saw that all the emotion just come like to the surface mm. and she started crying and I just sort of went over I was like do you need a, you know a hug and just gave her a hug and that's mm. just oh, like a, such a nice yeah. expression of humanity just to be like oh I see you you know what's going mm. on we should also mention um, Shane Booth Gate 
uh, which I have to apologise for my blatant cheating, but in all fairness, I didn't realise <laughs> I was cheating. Yeah, you did. I didn't. I really didn't. <laughs> I, I am a rule follower. Um, so basically, if you don't know Shane Booth, we we interviewed Paula a long time ago, but Paula is an amazing kind of creative artist who does a lot of work around shame. And so she has these big girl pants, uh, which she gives out. So so typical us isn't it just like throw ourselves in there but basically she was like right we're going to do a relay race in the swimming pool like everyone put on these pants these big pants you had to wear two pairs of pants the person who went first had to wear two pairs and then you had to jump in and on one of those long bungee things those squeegee things well they call them like fries or something don't they like when you're learning to swim those foam yeah foam long things yeah and then but this is where you were not right you were supposed to just use your arms Arms. yeah and not your legs and then had to kind of swim to the other side and then you had to take off the one pair of pants and give it to and the next member of your team who's waiting on the other side. You had to put on the pair of pants and come back the other way. And then yeah. that was swapping the pairs of pants. So, yeah. So there was like four different, <laughs> four different teams. Um, and for some reason, like I had like three pairs of pants on. So all my pants got rolled up. But in my head, <laughs> I processed the information. It was like, you're not allowed to use your legs. So I processed that. I was like, you're not allowed to walk. Like, you're not allowed to put your feet down. So there I was. I was like, why aren't people swimming? Frog crawled it. I don't think I swam that well before in my whole life. Everyone was like, you swam so fast. I felt like a bullet, but blatantly (laughs) cheating. But then, like, could not get out of the water and and then had, like, three pairs of pants on. So yeah we didn't win but we weren't we shouldn't have won anyway but <laughs> so just basically Amanda, despite you cheating yeah we still didn't win <laughs> no yeah so um, I wonder why you ended up with all those pairs of pants though I don't know I think I I thought that you had <clears throat> to have two pairs of pants and then you had to like give a pair of pants or something I basically just took everything really literally but not in like the right way not correctly <laughs> probably what happened that is that was probably my favorite that and the dancing and the yoga anything that involved movement basically yeah was definitely my the the kind of high joy spots yeah we ate some good food as well we did that burger on the last day on the on south beach was pretty that was amazing Mm. yeah yeah and I had to put myself to to bed for one day because I had extreme sensory overload and that was an eye-opener for me Hmm. like I but I was able to kind of settle and bring myself down but I literally had to do a lockdown I had to do an intervention on myself Mm -hmm. that was that third day stay in bed all day because I'd just basically done shame pants dancing double dancing um and it was interesting because I, I even had the noise reducing headphones on at dinner. It was like I was like proper. Yeah, it, it was a lot. I mean, it was always going to be a lot because of yeah. my HSP and introversion. That was always going to be big. Um, and it was interesting for me. And it sort of like, you know, it, there was something about being in that space as well out of normal life, which was validating. It was like, actually, I really do have mm. significant sensory needs and introversion. 
I, mm. I just do and it's like in your life you find get rounds and I'm like really am I am I just a bit, a bit of drama about it so mm-hmm. gosh, you know I really do so again it was it's affirming you know and it's yeah weird. you were so. you were very very red that Saturday night I wonder whether there was something there as well <laughs> you were like I'd got too red <laughs> beetroot red yeah your face like it was like yeah like like I was a little bit I don't know I don't know but I was a couple of people said to me me? yeah a couple of people said to me she she was very red her face was very red I was like yeah she was very red it's like a little beetroot so I don't know if that impacted (laughs) on your your nervous system it was just like for sure just shock it shock it shock it shock shook 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 it all up (laughs) yeah well that's what you you were waiting for that weren't you you put that on you see that was that was the high high moment where they just it was right at the end buddy and um and basically it it was right at the end so lots of people had left and it started raining yeah and it's like oh let it rain like let it rain on me like that so beautiful that's a proper like ecstasy moment (laughs) not in not in yeah yeah natural high I know I couldn't get sleep for hours I was like like proper adrenaline after that (sighs) so it was very fun and very informative and very nice um but very tiring uh, at the same time and I do hope they come to Europe because that jet lag ruined me on, on, on the way there and on the way back yeah and then I got ill I got really poorly for about 10 days um so that was that wasn't fun yeah. um yeah yeah and then I've so been I'm back basically in... having to recover yeah I'm basically in recovery from the she recovers yeah. Miami <laughs> and, and all the things yeah <laughs> no it's um no it was, it was beautiful and one of those things I remember for the rest of my life basically mm. it's amazing 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 feel lucky to have gone yes yeah <clears throat> okay I think that's that's it isn't it mm. what's your tip of the day and your reason to love sober tip of the day well I think it might be it's a few things as it always is with me and I'll ramble until I get to the point um but I went uh to my usual walk my daughter rides on a Tuesday um after school and there's a little walk that I do with the dog and it's become really important to me it's like I go out and I process and I walk up this path and it is like it really is like a stick in the sand every week and I've really missed it because I was away and then I was jet lagged and then I was poorly so I hadn't been for three weeks and I go and then nature had completely changed it's like Mm. it's all the colors had changed it's attractive there's different there's just different things um and I was yeah just processing and I go and I I cry I walk I and I sat down and I just did some writing um on this path and I was thinking about I was thinking about higher power I don't know why I think it's because I was out in nature and I was thinking about how I still hate that language like mm. I I hate it I hate the word higher the fuck is that 
and I hate the fact there's a higher power. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I mean, it can all just fuck off as far as I'm concerned. Now, nature, the expanse, the the being in something bigger, like, so I was like, okay, okay, what, just changing the words again, so back to language, and I was like, what if I change this to deeper love? What if I change this to greater love? What if I just change this to... And I looked down and I think I posted something on Instagram. I looked down and there was a heart shaped leaf in front of me on the path. And I just, I was like, this is all right. <laughs> so oh. I was just like, here I am, here I am. So there's something about, you know, don't try and fit yourself into boxes that don't fit. Don't mm. work so hard to make these rules fit for you. It's like change language, cherry pick follow your heart your gut what works for you you know because that's 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 what it is and that's it really it's just like yeah mm. just... amen to that <clears throat> what about you what's your tip of the day um yeah it's interesting isn't it um when you you know the, the idea of having anchors you know which is something we've talked about before in terms of you know um ventral vagal anchors being places of you know connection and safety mm. so it's like either can be physical places or places you can take it yourself to you know yourself in in your mind when you feel a lot and you need to kind of regulate um yeah and um when I was you know I went back to Stroud I went back to Gloucestershire at the weekend so like there's been a lot of you know stuff a lot of feelings around around that um around you know obviously the changes that I've made there's been a lot of feelings about of fear um and I went and sat on there's a bench on the top of Robber Common um where I've basically done a lot of my growing up you know like I used to sit there and smoke weed I used to you know you know snog boys cry what like get away from my parents like all the things um you know and it, it was like a real need you know to just like go and sit there so I went and sat there I listened to, to Sade um I imagined my mate Jamie who died who I used to sit on that bench with and have chats um was there and just yeah and it has the most amazing view across to Wales basically like the whole of the kind of five valleys opens down all the way to kind of yeah miles and miles and miles and miles um and I just yeah I sat in that moment you know I sat in that moment listened to the whole song um and allowed myself to feel it you know had a bit of a cry and then was like okay I can kind of I can kind of cope and just so yeah you know like then for everyone you know sometimes it's not in your own home but it might be in your garden there's another one in my garden like outside the the kitchen where I where I sit and just like find those little places where you can just like drop into yourself mm -hmm. um and and use your tools whatever they may be um you know music sensory writing as mm. Kate was saying you know 
um because it just helps it can really just help just to have you know just allow yourself to to have that so that's my tip um of the day I love it, I love it. yeah those anchors mm. so true and I love I remember us talking about the metaphor of the anchor or the image of the anchor mm. a while ago and I can't remember it's I don't know it was around a word of the year at one point I'm sure mm. um yeah and what's your reason to love sober ah man I don't know just yeah feeling proud of you know everything we've achieved and yeah that I've been sober really I've been sober to be able to contribute and to and will continue to contribute, you know. Mm. And that feels pretty good. You know. Yeah, I don't have much more to say, really. Mm. And you? Mm. My reason to love sober. Mm. I think it's just the... I think it's just the onward journey and the possibility, you know? And that, again, I was doing some writing and it was like expanding into the not knowing rather than contracting into it and feeling, you know, just that's where the gold is, right? It's, mm. it's just, a, quite frankly, it's a grand adventure. Yeah. And it's, it's been a blast, dude. <laughs> and it will continue to be a grand adventure, like where yeah. it looks like, you know. So I think that's that's it, really. All right. So, so I'm going to wrap up and I really wanted to honour that, you know, because we talked about, oh, I should put a podcast out next week. I've got some, you know, some uh, guests coming on. But for me, I really want to just take a moment to honour Mandy and all the amazing work she does. And, you know, the podcast was her idea. She invited me to do it. And it's just such uh, just been so important in my sobriety my recovery you know and and to just have our chats and our friendship um throughout throughout these these weeks in week in week out you know so that I won't we won't be seeing you next week for more chat there'll be a little sacred pause um because I really want to yeah honor Mandy and and just process a little bit but keep in touch in the newsletter and be back soon um yeah lots of love everyone bye guys <laughs>